Hi, and welcome to another episode of Kentarkis. My name is Michael Yon, and this episode is The Soul. Before we get into The Soul, we have a slight introduction with Kentarkis sharing how he's going with the Nippleans. Do you know the thing that I chase the most, Michael? Your heart. You chase your heart. Is that right? I chase my heart to have the understanding of being able to travel seven-dimensional. Oh, that's what you're doing now. Yes. I'm working on, on that. And uh, the, other, the other night when I told you about well, – the other day when I told you from the other night that I had the experience, how I went on my own, and they – I meant to say to you if I didn't, I might not have told you, but they both actually patted me on the back, which I found really strange. But they patted me on the back saying, you're the first that has ever traveled into a seventh dimensional vibration being third dimensional. That is a pat on the back, Kentakis. I would pat you on the back. That good on you, Kentakis. That's amazing. And and I, I sat down, honestly, the other day and I had a cup of... Um, Uh, green tea and I'm sitting there looking out the window and it hit me and it said oh my god here I am I'm sitting in this third dimensional world and I used to wonder about inner dimensional travel so much and suddenly became a really big thing with me to do it and that's why I was so excited over it when I would speak to you about it and then to have um, two seven-dimensional beings come and guide me twice, three times, it might be three times, and then me to go by myself. I, I said, wow, who else on this planet would actually do that? Who else would actually believe it's possible? Who else would put the time and energy into it to believe that you can do it? And this comes back to the most vital point of existence. To get the knowing that you believe beyond all doubt that all things are possible. If you have the right, how would you say, attitude in your thinking. That is the secret. The right attitude in your thinking. And you can achieve whatever you desire. But it's the, the the big the big downfall. It is this earthly third dimensional vibration that has existed for nine hundred and twenty eight thousand years in a history full of violence and mayhem, and now having a, um, a, an alien race that is satanic that wants to annihilate 7 billion humans so they can control the last five or 600 million their way into cyborgs or synthetic biology. That is, that is to most people, you could not even begin to comprehend it. That's why they look at you when you mention something like that in, in a similar manner and they think you're insane. Or they'll laugh at you. And here it is happening. Right in front of them. Well, yeah. Mm. It's, 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 
I, uh, it's not happening right in front of them in the sense that it's, it is happening, but to them, they just don't see it. Yeah. That's why. That's why we need now to begin this little um, episode on um, the soul. The reason is I'm going to explain something about the soul. Well, Kentakis, why don't I start with my first question? What is the soul and where does it exist? Okay. The soul is basically your divinity. Where it exists is infinity as well as right within you, right now, in this moment. When you connect to that energy, that is living energy, you are connecting directly through your mind to your soul. That's, that's the hardest thing for most people to fully comprehend or understand. The soul can give you anything that you wish as a fortune in life, a new job, an idea of what you can do with your life in how you can change your direction, if you're willing to ask. We don't ask our soul for direction. These are the things that we need to learn to understand about who we are and what we are. In reality, we are divinity. We are infinite in all things, but we have been pulled down so low through our level of understanding, our level of thinking, that we've lost the connection to the one thing that can give us anything we choose. What we need to do is reconnect through our mind to our soul. The only issue, we can't do it if we are full of negative emotion. We can't do it if we live that emotion sort of every day of our life, like going to work, we hate it, or we love it, or we don't want to be there, or we want to be there, or we're confused about our decision making, or we're confused about our relationship because today she doesn't love me, today he doesn't love me, vice versa, male, female, all saying the same thing, or we're looking for love in all the wrong places. What we need to do is to connect to our soul. And it's not, a, it's not a hard process. One of the greatest things a person can do is say to themselves right here, right now, in the silence of their own space, I want to change. I need to change and I will change. I need to connect to this thing I hear about my heart. I thought I was connected, but I don't feel it. I want to be loved, but I also want to love. And the only way that I can love is if I feel my heart. So by connecting to my heart, I can learn to accept who I am, what I am, and where I'm going. And I can also accept my love for who I am, through my heart, through my mind, to my soul. They're the things, Michael, that we need to say every day of our existence. And I promise anyone who puts pure love into those words of self-expression, they will begin to feel it. 
within a week. Within two weeks, they will grow. Within three weeks, they will grow. Within four weeks, they will grow. Every time they get a downer, they got to up the words by saying, no, I am my soul. I am feeling my heart and it's full of love for me. And I want to share that love from my heart, through my mind, to my soul, to all the ones that I personally love. That is a beginning of transformation to a higher level of understanding of communication. Wow. Wow. And so how, if people say, what about the spirit? How is the diff how different is the spirit? How does it work? The spirit in comparison. Okay. The spirit is infinite. It's like the soul is divinity and it's infinite. The spirit was given to you by the soul. So you would learn lessons so the spirit, sorry, the soul would also learn the knowledge of those experiences. If you falter negatively, then you'll come back again to learn the lesson of whatever that fault may have been. That's why people reincarnate over and over and over again. It's to release the karma that they have created negatively. And if it's a positive karma, then they increase their vibration and they become closer through their mind to their soul. And it becomes easier to communicate through the mind to the soul. You have to go through the mind. You know, it's like if you're on a journey and say you want to go down to um, Coolangatta on the Gold Coast and you get in your car and you may be living, I don't know, um, Adelaide. So it's going to be like a 25-hour drive. But your journey is something that you desire tremendously. So you drive. And the closer you get, the better you feel. And the more closer you get, you become excited because you're going to get to Coolangatta where you've always wanted to go. That's from a third-dimensional perspective in one's thinking. But when you've got a journey to change who you are from the physical, through the spirit, through the mind, to the soul, and when you feel that, that, that unbelievable love that you want to touch your soul, it becomes a journey of self-realization. And when you actually get there, it's so hard to describe, Michael, because everyone's an individual. And when I, in 1988, sat in the energies of my soul and, and learned how to communicate to heal my cancer, I was overwhelmed beyond any form of comprehension. If somebody said to me, explain to me what you felt, I couldn't. I could give a rough outline, but the energy surge, the feeling of compassion, of empathy, of love was mind-blowing. I felt as if I was flying at, you know, like I used to say about going to the seventh dimension, 
50 light years in speed. And yet I was like stationary. And I was in the energy of my own soul. So everyone would experience the connection to their soul differently. And one of the sad points humanity has been teaching, I'm not going to say the wrong way. I'm going to say a way that is not correct. The soul does not dissipate when you take your last physical breath and the spirit goes into a dimension where they meet God, which is a fallacy. What actually happens when you take your last physical breath, the spirit of who you are within moments or a minute just rises up and stands or floats. That's your spirit. If the soul decides that enough is enough of the lessons, it will draw the, the spirit back into the soul and have all that knowledge that you've obtained. Sorry, can I just, yeah, just want to get you there, yeah, because it'll draw it back into the soul, which can also not happen. Life after life, the spirit literally doesn't go back to the soul. Going back to the soul is the big thing, isn't it? It is a big thing because the soul, the soul has, how would you say, it realizes that you've learned the lessons of existence. You've learned about life. You've learned about death. You've learned how to forgive. You've learned how to love. And loving is the greatest lesson. When you learn to love yourself as a being, your four quadrillion cells of living energy, that created you, not a God, you, through the soul. And your existence as a human being has happened many, many, many times. Some a dozen, some several hundred, some several thousand over the last 928,000 years. And that's a long time. So you gathered all this knowledge, be it negative or positive. And the interesting factor is, if the soul decides that it's going to draw you up as a spirit back to the soul and become a part of your own soul, you're not going to disintegrate. You're not going to be no more. You're going back into your soul that in reality is you. That's what people have to understand. You are the soul. It's just you are like a facet of your own soul, and you're called spirit. And spirit learns through your physical self, and your physical self learns through your spirit. And that's a brilliant thing. But once you're drawn back into your soul, you are the totality of your soul. And you can do anything, and I mean anything, now, most people are never going to believe. There are going to be some that do, because the way I express it. They're not going to believe that this physical person is an alien to begin with. Or they're not going to believe that two seven-dimensional beings came and took me out of my body and took me to a seven-dimensional existence that doesn't even have a planet, that all their world floats within a dimension. It's only because... 
we have not had the knowledge to open us up to that possibility. But if you sat in a class where a teacher or a guide was giving you the knowledge, that would press many, many buttons within you, energy buttons. And you would start to, over a period of time, it might take another 40 years in your life. Oh, 40,000 lives, you know. <laughs> well, 40,000, yeah. Mm. It depends mm. on the evolution of one's own individuality. Mm. But if you start to learn, then that means you've got these openings to a higher, a higher form of understanding. And that's what knowledge is, Michael. That's why we each incarnate from our soul and having a spirit. But the thing that does dissipate is the body, not the spirit. The spirit goes into a vibration that's known as the fourth dimension. There are many, 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 many different levels. And way at the bottom of the ladder, which is a vibration, is the astral world where really nasty people go that have caused really, really bad hurts to others. And it'll take them a long time before they'll ever go up the ladder to another way of learning. Yeah, Kentuckus, when you said that some people may have had, say, 15 lives, why have they only had 15? Like, what, what, um, what started that, you know? Obviously, it's the soul, but... Okay, the soul puts out many facets. Sometimes it puts out one facet in a lifetime, right? And that lifetime may have had, say, 2,000 existences as a human being. Let's just say that. Then the soul decides then, 2,000 years later, to put another facet out or two, maybe into another country, maybe for another reason. And that's why that um, facet may have only had one life, or as I said before, you just said 15. That's how, how would you say, the wheel of life works. But you know everyone can get off the wheel of life if they change their thinking, if they raise their thought consciousness, if they allow themselves to forgive, let go of the pain of all the emotions from all the lives not just their current life. And it's a very simple process. But to humanity, it seems very difficult. When you learn to love, Michael, I mean really love, when you can feel the love in your heart, it means you've gone beyond your emotions. Yes, sometimes you may falter a little bit, but it won't last long. There are people on this planet that live in emotion 24-7. There are people on this planet that live their emotion maybe just through the day or in the nighttime when they go and have their dreams, dream time. But we all live emotion. Most of us, negative. Most of our dreams are confusing, are ridiculous, totally crazy. But that is our evolution in that moment in our life. And when someone can press the right button and say, you need to look at that, your emotions are taking over your life. You need to look at that and forgive. You need to come from your heart. 
if you start to come from your heart, what you'll find is your emotions will dissipate more and more and more. And you'll no longer attract into your existences in each lifetime as a human being the other beings to complete karma. Once you forgive yourself and forgive others and you let it go, you raise beyond that wheel of life and you ride another wheel of life in a higher thinking. And that's the beauty. So is it possible that um, a spirit has had 15 lives here, which is awesome, but they like they came here because, whoa, what a challenge to come to this one, where really they had been from a different planet already, where they'd had plenty of lives. Yes, absolutely. They can do that. Yes, there are many, many people on this planet that have actually come from other worlds, and they're here to actually help humanity. Some never end up achieving it. Why? Because I mentioned this before, they get caught up in existence or circumstances that pulls them down to a point where they become a drug addict or an alcoholic. Many rise above it. Many don't. They end up perishing and they have to come back again to try and fulfill not so much the expectation, but the lessons that have been laid out to learn. Right now, Kentakis, how will, how will I breathe and, and, and touch my soul and, and you at the same time and maybe those that are listening? Can we maybe? Yeah. So you want to know the easiest way to actually touch your soul or make communication or make a connection with it? If you follow these two things, and it may take you six months, 12 months, two years, 10 years, 20 years. It depends on that level of thinking in that individual and how much they want to put in to succeed to a higher realm of understanding. The first one, make changes in your life. Look at yourself and see what you are doing, how you are living. If you're a person that swears all the time, learn to stop it because that pulls you down. It makes you feel less because you're not learning how to communicate in a respectful way. Or maybe you feel you can't, but that's one thing you have to change. The way you talk, the way you express yourself. You might be a loud person, an angry person all the time. You've got to change it. You can't expect to grow beyond or touch your heart if that's the way you're going to live always. So first, look at your emotions. See why you act the way you do. See why you live the way you do. Tell yourself, I'm fed up with the way I've lived my life. I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to make changes. Help me. I want to make changes now in my life. I want to grow better and I want to grow into a human being and not just stay this, this human angry person. That's making a commitment to yourself. In time, it might, it might be three months, might be six months, might be two years. 
but you will begin to change if you keep implementing those thoughts which are positive within yourself. You may have to change your job. You may have to change your relationship so you find more peace and balance. It's not that important for a person to stay or keep looking from one relationship to the another. Because what you're doing is when you find you're in a relationship and always you're arguing or you're not happy, um, you're finding the other person um, won't do what you want to do or you're not doing what they want to do, it's not going to work because you're both not looking at your emotions. If you are willing to and communicate, then that will help change between the two of you. But if you're not, it's okay to break up that relationship, no matter what it is, and stay single in your own vibration so you have time to see what you've been doing with your life, how you've been living, how you've been expressing, what job you've got, how you want to make changes and have a better job that you're going to love. That's important. Very The car you drive, you may find the car you drive you hate. Well, you've got to look for solutions in a, in a respectful, peaceful way to make that change by having a car that you will enjoy for a period of time. And eventually, as you raise your own consciousness, the way you think, feel with your heart. Put your hands on your heart in your own private space and say, I want to learn how to love with my heart. I want to feel my own love. I want to feel the love of others. I want to be able to express my love to a person that I can be close to and love dearly beyond all things. When you start to say those words, repeat them every day. I want to feel my love of my own heart. I want to raise the way I think, the way I feel. I want to go from emotion to try and become a feeling being with my heart. When you start to do that regularly, you begin to change your cellular memory. You begin to lose what you've been holding on to as a negative emotion. And you start to feel with a positive emotion when it comes to the heart. I want to be able to go beyond my logic. I want to know what the mind is. Where is the mind? What is the mind? The mind is separate. It's living energy. It's like a long trail in, in a straight line. And you go from your physical, which is your logical, to your emotional body, to your spirit body, to your mind, to your soul. Yes, you've got an etheric, you've got an aura, but don't concern yourself with them at this time. Learn to forgive yourself for the things that you've done against others. Learn to love yourself for who you are in this moment with a loving heart. Learn to talk to the mind beyond the logical brain, because the logical brain is conditioning. The mind from the soul, passes down knowledge. 
But the brain, in its own fear of its own ego, dissects it constantly and buries what it doesn't want or doesn't understand and gives you a, a few little bits and pieces. But it's not enough. The mind is open to all things. There are those that rubbish the mind. They reckon the mind will halt your imagination, will stifle your logical thinking. That's not true. There are people only got half a brain. There are people in the past that have been found they had no brain. No brain whatsoever. And yet they spent 22 years of their life as an athlete. Never had a problem until one day they suffered all these headaches. And they went and had a scan. And they were shocked. There was no brain, only a stem and a sac. What was running the person? The mind. You imagine if that person never found out about all that. They go through life feeling good about themselves and having the possibilities of creating anything beyond the logical thinking, which is all fear, based on fear and insecurities. That's what prevents us from doing what we need to do in life. So the mind is energy. And when you get to the mind, you can feel your creativeness, your imagination growing. And when you have a powerful imagination, you can achieve things. I mean, if I didn't have a powerful imagination, and I'm willing to say that, and that's not being egotistical, it's being truthful from the heart. I would never have been able to travel to different dimensions. I would never be able to have my awareness in spirit world and build a castle that's 287 feet tall, that has eight levels, fully equipped. I would never have been able to build a dome that's 500 feet long, 300 feet wide, 300 feet tall with an actual energy field across the top so no one can go in and no one can get out. And I'm putting all these really bad um, entities from the human world, once they pass over, into that. So they learn about justice. Without a great imagination, I could never do that. I could never create it because I would be a logical thinker. That's how powerful we are as a being. But we've lost that connection through our mind to our soul. And we need to redo that. We need to stop, um, how would you say, idolizing people outside of ourselves, whether they're actors, whether they're um, government people, um, wealthy people, even a god. We need to start, in a way, idolizing our own self-worth, that we are capable of anything if we choose, because we are the best decision makers in the universe. Because if we connect to our mind, from our heart, to our soul, the soul is infinite. It has the knowledge from every single lifetime. I mean, we, the soul, it may be five billion years old, and it may have ex existed on any of the planets that I know. For instance, the Ilias on Taurus, or the, or the Nakarons, or the actual um, Doricans on Doricaea or the Hamazines, um, or um, Cadiz race on Uplata. Yeah, we may have existed there, Michael. That's why the soul may be, as I said, 5 billion, 10 billion years old. 
Talk about that, Kantakis. Yes, the, when can a soul be born? What is that like? How does that come into being? That is fascinating that it goes higher. Okay. Okay, I'm going to use my father as an example because that is the best example. Um, he's he's um, basically 19 billion years old in his own evolution. And that's 2 million of those years. Two, sorry, 2 billion B, with a B. 2 billion is with a race called the Zybekupa. And that's a long, long way away from Earth when it comes to light years. In that time, he had many, 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 many dozens or hundreds of incarnations. But the last few of his incarnations, and when he, he wanted to grow consciously, he wanted to understand the real meaning of spirituality, because spirituality is not a religion. Spiritualism is a religion created by man. But spirituality is like spirit duality. In other words, there is two, plural. You have the physical, you have the spirit, because we don't fully understand the mind or the soul. But if we learn to understand all those things and grow in science, in spirituality, by combining them, we can choose to get off the wheel of life by passing away in the last physical life then moving into their spirit world and spending basically all oh sorry the one the first million years he spent developing his abilities because he believed in magic and when i say magic i'm not talking about the magicians we have here on earth i'm talking about the magic of life through living energy we can learn not to manipulate we can learn to adapt living energy that is living consciousness because it's been around forever, from the beginning of dawn. We can learn to adapt that living energy into our existence and create and manifest anything from it if we understand the growth of self-consciousness. And that's what my father, Yarkas Kardas, did. That's why he is a creator and he can create worlds. He created Earth 4.71 billion years ago. And he even knew what would happen through the evolution. I mean, if we look at life, we're 928,000 years as humans with Nakarons. So we have a percentage of Nakaron blood within us, DNA. But also prior that, the world here on this planet has had thousands of different civilizations that have existed upon this earth. And most of us never look at that. We never explain, um, okay, the world is 4.71 billion, and there are a lot of scientists that believe the world is over 4 billion years old. They believe a god created it. Okay, well, I wouldn't call my father a god because he'd be insulted. He'd laugh his head off. He said, I'm simply a magician. I create things because I want to and because I have the know-how. So that's what he did. Then he left the planet to whatever comes upon it to evolve. So there have been thousands. But now we're in a position, Michael, in the last 928,000 years, we're in the position of growing consciously now. But we're in, a, we're in the moment of complete chaos. 
when it comes to the elite criminals. And what we each need to do, as I spoke in that um, um, synthetic biology, not synthetic biology, sorry, a new biology that we spoke about just recently, it's giving people the understanding that we're not just physical. We're living energy that can manifest itself through thought consciousness into any form or anything we wish if we have that understanding and we have the ability to grow beyond the physical and create a body which could be called new biology no longer human we're gone beyond that in other words we've become fourth dimensional beings and we can travel all over the universes. And as we grow consciously, we can also travel to multi-dimensional worlds, seventh dimensional vibrations. And this is something we need to learn to understand that we're just not physical. And our soul is like a martyr, no, sorry, like a, what's the word? Um, like a database, massive database of information. Now we have the, the elite criminals that want to create synthetic biology out of us by installing vaccines that are full of nanotechnology, which is basically graphene oxide, magnetic energy, and eventually transform us out of being human into synthetic biology. That's what they want to do. And if we allow that to continue, before the year 2030 or just after, that's what we'll become. We'll no longer have memory of any description whatsoever. We'll never know that we were human. We will be under complete domination, complete control by the elite, the cabal, the very rich, the pharmaceutical companies. They're all in on it. The World Health Organization is very evil. The United Nations is very evil. All the governments are working for them. And that's a sad point. And there's a man, by the way, George Christensen, who used to be a politician, but I believe he's pulled away from that. He has had association with Pauline Hanson, the senator, but he's now um, working, I think, with a group called the Citizens. And... I don't know the, the, the other terminology, but call the citizens. And what he's saying is that we have to change by getting rid of the World Health Organization. They want us to sign a petition to force the government that is present to pull away from the World Health Organization because they are evil and corrupt. They're full of pedophiles. I mean, we got over... Millions and millions and millions, 400 and something million pedophiles on this planet. And that is just incredible. And they're trying to destroy our younger generation. Can you imagine, Michael, what that's going to do? Not just to us, but also to our soul. Our soul, in reality, doesn't want that. But it's willing to go along with it because it's unbiased. And what about the spirit? Is the spirit unbiased? The spirit is not unbiased. No, the spirit is locked into the physical flesh. And unless the physical flesh grows consciously, 
It doesn't allow the freedom of the spirit to evolve. When you grow consciously, Michael, through your heart, through your mind, through your soul, you go beyond all the emotion that is occurring on this planet at this time. And you start to grow a new biology. That's what I'm doing personally. Yes, I've probably got a long way to go, but I'm doing it. I'm changing my biology to a different way of living, a different way of thinking. There are certain things I will no longer accept. Most people on this planet accept the negative things, which they shouldn't. They should say, that is no good for me, and that is no good for my children, and that is no good for my spirit, nor my mind, nor my soul. So I'm going to grow beyond it. And you know, once you grow beyond it, satanic, what is the force that is controlling humanity through all these elites, they will literally begin to dissipate because they'll no longer have control because we've grown beyond the basic third dimensional level of thinking that they are trying to dominate us on. We have to grow beyond that. There are certain things in life that we cannot accept. The two things that we have to accept is we are human. That's what we are. That's our biology. That's our DNA. That's our blood. The second thing is to create our evolution in our society as humanity. It takes two things, Michael. Man, woman. Male, female. Yin and yang. That is the balance of humanity. The rest is rubbish. Absolute rubbish. And in time, they will be gone. In 140 to 180 years, they will no longer exist on this planet whatsoever. The yin and yang is the balance of life, male, female. That's what evolution is all about. These satanic aliens that are controlling the rich, they have lost everything in their existence as physical beings. And they are now just a negative force of satanic energy. And they are literally controlling us. And what's more interesting, Michael, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to listen to it myself. There was a DVD that was given to me um, many, many years ago. And I played it. And it was about a lady and her son in America and her family. And they were seeing alien ships on their farm, around their farm. I didn't think I don't think they had a big farm, but they were seeing it. And it worried them a little bit. And one night they started to get fearful. And this woman was taken over by a satanic energy of negativity. And what I saw, I was shocked because I haven't seen it before. It literally took over the body, straightened it out, and you could hear all these clicks. And this, this most demish voice was speaking about the massive hatred it has for humanity. It hates love. It hates all these things that makes a human being. 
and it wants to destroy. And that's what it said. I am going to destroy all of humanity. I never made the connection, Michael, back then. I had a dream experience two nights ago, small one. And I woke up suddenly and I said, that's it. That's where the connection is to sat satanic energies. That's the same energy that destroyed that lady and took the, her son. She, and they blamed her. They, they reckon she murdered her own son. And they tried to charge her for years and years and years. I got a feeling she was arrested but released. And it literally destroyed her life. It destroyed the happiness. It destroyed everything because this satanic energy entered her body. And what it did was literally levitate her off her lounge. And it was a horrifying thing to see. A lot of people in America saw it, but they just seem to have forgotten about it. But I haven't. I now link it with the same satanic energy that's controlling all these families, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, the Black Rocks, um, the Bill Gates, all of them, the whole lot, the um, uh, Klaus Schwab's, um, Ted Ross, the, who runs the um, uh, World Health Organization, all the corruption, all the evil, all the lowest perverted things are coming from this satanic energy. And I believe it's been growing and growing and growing and growing. It wants to destroy your connection with your soul, with your higher self, with your mind. Your mind will set you free from that energy once you let go of all your negative emotions and learn to forgive by knowing your heart exists within you and feeling unconditional love. Love, this satanic energy, hates beyond all things. It's like Hitler. Hitler hated humanity, hated the Jews. That's why he tried to murder every Jew he could, and he murdered millions so disrespectfully. The same energy of satanic energy is now working against us. And we have to rise up. And the only way we are going to rise up as a species, as humanity, and take recognition that we are so much more, that we are this mind and this soul. And if we connect by releasing our emotions and forgiving, if we connect to our heart and feel our unconditional love for ourselves, we can learn to accept others when it comes to unconditional love. And we can all grow, all of us, the way we were meant to in our own evolution. We have been hijacked 100%. And the government we have now, right back to 1974, has worked against us in every way possible. And now they're creating all these diseases. They're creating vaccines full of toxic bioweapon poison to literally destroy us as a species. They are putting out massive chemtrails to make us sicker and sicker, our children sicker and sicker. So the next generation no longer has a voice, no longer is human. 
we have become synthetic biology. That is what this satanic energy wants. So it has total control, but it only wants to control a portion of this society. It wants to eradicate 7 billion. And it's doing it because over 20 million now have been mass murdered. And the only people who have the proof are all the healthcare system from the government, Medicare. And if we could get the actual data of all the Medicare data from every country, we would literally see how many deaths have actually occurred from the vaccines and from protocol. That's why we have to connect through our mind to our soul. Speaking of connecting from our mind to our soul, when it comes to that and how glorious, I mean, amazing that that is, mind to soul, that Satan or Satanism or Satanicness in comparison is very small, isn't it? It is. I'll tell you this now, this is going to be this is going to be mind-blowing. If one human, one human grew consciously and started to connect with every other human to grow consciously, and they did grow consciously, and they all connected from heart to heart to heart to heart through one massive meditation in that moment of time and projected pure light into the satanic energies and all the families and evil that exist, including the perverted uh, pedophiles, they would no longer have the force to fight or dominate humanity. That's how powerful we are, and they know it. They know it. That's why they're creating weather patterns to hold us, to annoy us, to pull us down. That's why they're creating all the bad stuff in foods, in waters. I mean, God, um, fluoride is one of the most toxic poisons. And it's got about 66 different ailments that it causes in the human body. And that's why so many people suffer so badly. And nobody ever looks at it. All they do is feed you drugs because all the doctors are conditioned and told that's what they have to do. That's why the pharmaceutical companies are owned by all the big billionaires and they tell you what to do and they tell the governments what to do and they threaten you and we succumb to those threats because we're scared to lose our job. We're scared if we lose our job, we're going to lose our house. We're going to lose it anyway, Michael. All of us, if we allow this to continue. So let's not. Let's not allow this to continue by connecting to our soul. Let's grow. Let's get out there and grow. And let's try and push the energy of divine love from our hearts to everyone. I mean, they were doing that 30 years ago. They were, they were doing meditations. But for some unknown reason, it all stopped. And they were... Standing up and all at the same moment, they would hold hands with massive groups and they would project this energy, this divine energy to Mother Earth and to all the evil to prevent it, to dissolve it. Negative energy 
can only exist if it feeds off negative energy. And that's why they want us as a species, because we've got seven and a half billion people. And we're playing out a role of negativity throughout our entire evolution. And that's why they love it. They're feeding off our negativity by making us more negative. And we have to reverse that process and say, no, I am a powerful being. I am connected to the source of living energy. And I am living energy. And I have a spirit. I have a mind that is so powerful with imagination. And I have a soul that is divinity, that is infinite. And I am going to project and project and project pure living energy to the entire population, to the entire world, every moment of my existence, in every breath. If we start doing that, we'll destroy them. They'll leave. They won't be able to handle it. An example, Michael, very quickly. You know how we did those two episodes on um, the dark forces? Yeah. Okay. The two dark forces are reality. Many people have told me they've seen them and they were seeing them long before I did the two. We did the two episodes. But the thing is, you have to be low in consciousness for them to actually control you and put subjective thoughts into your human brain, make you do things. And they've been doing that for about 40-something thousand years. And that's a long time. They know they can control us. The satanic energy knows that they exist. And they know that they can help them. So they leave them alone. And I explained about what they were. They have yellow slanted eyes like diamonds, red eyes. There's a female energy and a male energy. The female is the yellow, the male is the red. And they're all jagged edges. And they're this unusual shape. And they have the most unusual scream when they actually feel threatened. When you grow consciously, they hate it. When you grow consciously, the satanic hate it. That's why they'll destroy you. They'll have you murdered, assassinated. When you get out there and speak and really tell the truth, they don't like it because they know it's going to affect them and eventually they'll lose control. So the more people that say, I believe this is happening, I believe that the vaccines are not for our higher good. They were not to stop us from getting COVID-19, which was created by the Americans, given to the Chinese and distributed worldwide within a couple of weeks. They know that. But if we start to realize all these things and put two and two together, we start to see the reality of the truth. And we start to realize our governments are against us. And the only way to grow is consciously to our mind, to our soul. And our soul, Michael, is really, really powerful. Really powerful if we connect through our mind to our soul. And in a million years from now, it'll all just be 
a bad dream that just we've forgotten about, you know? Absolutely. If humanity, if humanity as humanity survive, right, which naturally I want them to, oh, yes, absolutely. But if they do, in a million years, it will just be in history somewhere of what happened on Earth. And they'll probably turn around and say there, they'll probably say, well, that were pretty dumb, weren't they? Like, you know, pretty um, easy to take over. Wow. That's not, that's not an answer. The answer is we were manipulated through drugs. And that's the problem. And we're fed bad food. So it literally destroys us and makes us sick. That's the problem. Through drugs, smoking, alcohol, all bad, 100%. No one can prove to me that alcohol has a benefit. Because out there, Michael, all these civilizations that I know don't drink alcohol, don't create alcohol, don't create smoking, don't create you know, marijuana and drugs are going to delude you into believing that there's something in front of you, but it's only your imagination because you've been taking drugs. Yeah. And the, and the Nipplians, these seventh dimensional beings in the universe far from here, they are yin and yang also. They just happen to look similar. Yes. They're yin and yang. They have a balance. I call them perfect balance. Because they have no anger. Um, they don't need to have anger. Um, the Muhas, they are so well developed as a society. Uh, they have no anger. They're very forceful if somebody attacks them. But that's pretty rare now. So there's a lot of societies that are very balanced. And it's all about evolution. You know, we're at a certain level in our own evolution but unfortunately, we're being preyed on by a very sick satanic energy who have nothing but hatred and want to destroy something that's beautiful. I mean, you know, how many times have people got into relationships where one is full of love and the other after six months or three months, they're really violent and a really dangerous person. And yet the person in their life just loves them. But eventually it breaks up. Because those energies are so different. The satanic energy is so different. And we need to realize we can't keep living um, in that form of thinking. Because eventually we'll be pulled down to their way and become nothing but synthetic biology. Where we'll no longer be human. And it is happening. Brain fog all over the world. Dementia all over the world. And do you know what the interesting thing about dementia is? It's happening in the young so much. Why? Yes, it's the vaccines. But what's in the vaccines that's causing dementia? It's the snipping. It's the, it's the nanotechnology that is getting the back door into the brain and snipping pathways that destroy your memory. And suddenly you've got dementia. There's more to it, Michael, physically, than most people are willing to admit. And doctors, they're all just saying, oh, well, it's, it's a disease and it's just spreading. It's getting into the young. It's not true. It's all fantasy. It's not true. 
Or one other thing, there is no such thing as an external devil. There is no such thing, but there is a devil, by the way, and it's you. The devil is within every single one of us, and we can choose to go into the devil's vibration or we can choose to go into the light. It up, it's up to us as a conscious being. So, sorry, I'm confused. There isn't a devil or there is? No, there isn't. There's no devil. But when you say Satanism, it's because we are the devil. And, and, and so and because so the difference between – oh, gosh, here's a simple question. What do you think the difference is between the devil and Satan? And Satanism being inspired by aliens versus actual history of... That's actually, um, it's not a difficult question to answer, but it's not really um, it's not really a necessity. What we have is Satanism that was once an alien race of physical flesh. And what they are now is gatherers of negative energy to actually exist. They do have technology, in fact, brilliant technology that's been feeding our our race for many years but the problem is they want to dominate us and control us because they hate love they hate empathy they hate all the good things of a family that's why they want to destroy it and they want to turn everyone else like they go from planet to planet and turn every those beings the last ones that exist into synthetic biology and they're doing it through science, where they're easily controlled. And that's how they obtain their forces. Yeah, so it's funny because we've spoken about, um, in past episodes, the reasons. And, it, and it's okay that we've, we've spoken about the soul and, and, and all that you've just mentioned. It, it's funny, to end this on a positive note, it's okay that, for instance, we've spoken about Yakas Kardas and that as you would say all that these issues that are here could be fixed in the snap of a finger from him, couldn't it? Yes, that's that's very true. But we have to learn. We have to learn to take command so we grow and then the soul grows more. That's how everything grows in the universe, right from the smallest entity into a physical being, into a spiritual being, through the mind, back to the soul. And the soul can then take on different identities and be different things, just like that being that came to me in the window. It was a star. I could see this star flashing when I looked out the window. And suddenly I saw it coming towards me. I said, oh, my God, is this thing a meteor or something? And suddenly there's this man sitting there with his hands flat on his folded legs in this type of green-looking outfit smiling at me had a beard, and we had a great conversation. And he's been watching me. So he's come from another race of beings, and he's evolved, and he could possibly even be his own soul. We've got we to gotta step beyond our conditioning, the way we are. Yes. Yes, thank you so much, Gitakas. As I will soon learn, soon learn how to say in Sanskrit, nuncha, nuncha. Nuncha, yeah, nuncha. Nuncha, thank you, nuncha, nuncha, nuncha. Well, this concludes another episode of Kentakis. If you'd like to find out more about Kentakis, you can find his website, etcconsciousness.com, 
where there's information on the books he's written and much more. If you'd like to contact us for whatever reason, like for instance, you'd like to have a question that gets answered on the podcast, or you maybe have a suggestion for us, then please email kentakis at gmail.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Michael Yon, and stay tuned for more.